How you doing, John? How are you? Not too bad yourself. Right, thank God. Great. Back on the podcast after a while. Back on the podcast, yeah. Chasing the chasing the, the crowd out there, the Palmarians. Oh, What's yeah. going? Um yeah, not much. It's just been uh just been doing a few bits and bobs, didn't get around to the podcast, but we're here now. So any any yeah. anything going on in Palmar that uh Oh ah, yeah, we always keep it. We always keep a close eye on them, just in case they're listening to us. Yeah, um, just making sure they're not, you know, doing too much wrong. Yeah. yeah, there's been a couple of kind of interesting developments. Um, I wouldn't call them developments, but look, I have to call them something. And it is written, wrote another letter, um, a hundred-page letter. I don't know what he's been doing all day, and uh, writing these letters, um, about. And it's titled "Why the Palmarians Insist So Much on Decency, Dressing Decently." Mm. Um, basically, the hundred page. What I take from it is, apart from um, plagiarism and copying different books and that, this isn't you know. Yeah. Apart from that, he's um, just a misogynist. Um, it's all the woman's fault. The woman shouldn't dress indecently because she's causing all the men to sin. <laughs> you know, he's li- I don't know what world he lives in. Um, he must think that all, he must think that all men out there just, you know, sit there looking at women all day, and he must think that all women dress like that to attract men. I mean, what about lesbians and uh, the, you know, this is a lot of bullshit. Yeah, but Robert, in in Palmar, the, the most talked about um, issue or whatever they call it, sin or whatever, is impurity. They can't they talk about it every day. Every yeah. day, constantly, 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 because it's actually a front for many of their rules. Because they use the the impurity, for example, like a, a fourteen year old over a fourteen year old. If you wear shorts below the knee, yeah, you're impure. Yeah. yeah. So they'll use that uh, for the communication, so people do not have communication to the outside world. So they're using mm-hmm. the the front of impurity, which in in Catholic terms is is a bad sin, right? They're using that in a way to manipulate the people inside to to accept that they're not allowed to talk to people outside. Yeah. That's all that's used for. And that's why it's hit on every single day. And I'm sorry, but if you're going to talk about impurity every single day, what's on people's minds then every single day? They're obsessed with it, you know, yeah. and a hundred page document like that. First of all, how long did it take him to write that? And what's he doing all day, you know, hidden in there? He doesn't leave Palmar. He's stuck in there behind the six foot walls, six meter walls of cement. Yeah. Um, and he's writing about this and, you know, he's thinking that all women put short sleeves on to attract men. I mean, that's misogynist, you know, yeah. and so if a woman gets raped just because she provoked a man. Well, that's what we're going back to. I think I said in one of the other podcasts, what Clemente said off the altar about, about rape. No, um, he, he explicitly mentioned rape. Yeah. Yeah. And he said that it's the woman's fault. Uh, and and the only way it's not her fault if somebody gets a can opener to her vagina, basically. Towards a can opener. Yeah, sick. I, I was sitting. I was sitting there listening to him there as a the next bishop. Listen, I said, "Oh my God! Thank God the faithful don't understand this because 
He was drunk anyway. Yeah. He was never never sober. But the hypocrisy the hypocrisy of the whole thing is always blaming women. Women are, are the ones that seduce men. So basically men have uh, the carte blanche. We oh I fell because the woman was was walking in a way that yeah. I found attractive. Like come on. Yeah. I, I, like it's always it's always passing the book of responsibility onto somebody else. So for example, the priests uh passed the book onto the faithful, the faithful passed or the men passed the book onto the to the women. And anybody that sins, the book is passed on to the devil. So any yeah. bad deeds or anything else, there's no responsibility of you as a person to overcome um, whatever they call or class of sins, right? Um, they have always an excuse to pass the book on to somebody else. And, the, and in general, that's a endemic of the whole of the way Pomar is built. Um, yeah. Because they blame the world for corruption they blame the media freemasons they're getting attacked the, the whole world is bad that's why we have to live like this um where behind it all they're lads uh, in cassocks that never worked a day in their life and feed off people that that work that's that's basically that's yeah and they're sexually frustrated yeah obviously because i mean and we, we know of well i know i've met plenty of them anyway of um ex-bishops or sorry not bishops that are still there that had their ways, you know. Mm. Um, I mean, uh, but if we know about the homosexual scandals that uh, have happened in Palmar, and that's been that's been tried and tested, and everybody knows that that was the truth. Even Eliseo yeah. mentioned it himself that that had taken place. And um, where is their logic then in the dress? Did the other priests dress seductively in the cassock? You know, oh, yeah. I mean? Like it makes no. It's hip. It's hip, uh, hypocritical. Uh, Look, that's how you know it's such a front. When you read about, you know, prisons, uh, in the, you know, in the world prisons, mm. I mean, the amount of rape that goes on in prison and sexual relationships, you know, in prisons is that the men do not have females, so yeah. they might not be homosexual and yeah. they go in there, but because of the environment, I'm not saying every prison that happens, but yeah. the environment is there, so they're they're frustrated, so it happens. Mm. And these are people, up. so it's very similar in Palmar, they're locked up. Yeah. A lot of these priests, I mean, we all know that most of these lads in there would have psychological issues if they were examined would have psychological issues and they're thinking about sex all the day unless they're asexual yeah. and there's no tendency towards it mm. uh, but it's there and it was always there you know yeah, and I it's mean, i just wanted to make the di the difference between um different churches and palmar being a what i uh, say is it's a cult and the reason being is that the priests are literally uh, brought in when they're very young uh, and your time 16 year olds are brought in there with no formal training no uh, yeah no no vocation um uh, with, with with grandeur uh, like uh, grandeur of uh ideas yeah yeah that they were going to be some sort of princes of the world you know yeah <laughs> and, and then they go in and um they have to remain chased even though they talk about impurity every single day every chance they get money giving money and impurity are the two main subjects of, in, in the palmar but by the yeah, bishops who are not supposed to have anything to do with sex yeah do you know i mean you just imagine being a priest in there okay you've, you've no contact with women at all even a nun who's dressed up and covered from head to toe and with a veil oh i know they haven't got the veils now with a veil over the face that was attractive mm. I mean, you're totally frustrated. Yeah. So this man is this man is writing a letter, a hundred page, focusing on this, you know. And it's not just the misogynist point of view; it's that the punishment, you know, excommunication, not mm. just the moral sin, excommunication. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, that was brought but, in under Chinez, which he 
uh, at the time LSL didn't like it because it was too uh, radical, no? Um, and now he's doing it himself. So, I mean, just the people listening, does, does this chap, does Eliseo, does he actually think that when women go on a beach, that they're walking down the beach or they're sun tanning on the beach to attract men? They're with their husband, they're with their boyfriend yeah. um, or their, their girlfriend or whatever. They're, they're, they're just living a normal life. Not everybody goes to a beach to show their body off. Exactly. You know? I mean, do you think every father, every guy who goes down to a beach is checking out all the women <laughs> that's not how that's not reality but, but it gives you an insight into their minds because if they were there they would be doing it so let's let's the more sanctimonious somebody is the more they suffer with the, the whatever yeah. they call it a sin well, after a few years they get over it if they went down to the beach every day for five years they'll get over this frustration yeah. But it's not you know even, what I mean? Yeah, it's not even the beach. So if you if you take away even the beach, you're talking about the, the he tells anybody who's not dressed according to the Pomerian norms, which is the normal way they say of dressing, right? Let's go into that a little bit. Like you have over 14, you're not allowed to wear shorts at all. Not even if they yeah. go below the knee, you're not allowed to wear shorts. So that's impure. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that 15-year-old boy in a shorts down over the knee is impure. Yeah. Are you a pervert? That's what you need yeah. to ask. Are you a pervert? Um, for a girl wearing short sleeves below her elbow is that impure like th- yeah. that's, that's how far they're going so they're saying basically anybody outside in the world who's wearing say trousers or a nice suit um, any women who are in positions of power for example in a bank and they're wearing nice suits because in the winters especially in Liechtenstein or anywhere where there's really cold winters yeah skirts are just not practical no um, and so they're wearing uh, trousers to keep warm for, for normal reason and then the Pomerian church comes out and says you are doing that to attract men and make them fall into sin are you joking me yeah. no but it's the it's the typical it's coming remember where, where it's coming from the root of all this, via Hines, is Clemente. Yeah. Clemente and Manolo with their twisted ideas. I mean, these these two scam artists, and that's what they were. Um, you know, they grew up to no good. They invented their own church, and they, you know, he Clemente and, and Manolo were hardcore. You, if you're not with us, you're against us. That's it. Mm. They built that wall to make sure nobody got in, and if you hadn't got money in Europe, you were a nobody. That was yeah. it. Yeah. And here's the, here's another thing that I was listening to quickly um, on about that letter on their website, no. And in the middle of talking about impurity and everything else, right? They were basically saying the whole world is corrupt. So going to a disco on the street, a spectacle on the street, uh, entertainment venues where are so everything what they're saying about that. Anybody who's not dressed like a Pomeranian is impure. So you avoid these areas. That's basically everywhere. Everyone. That's everyone. Because and, and it's a contradiction as well because that means everybody's going to go to hell basically. Yeah, yeah so and that they, they don't even preach that themselves. You know, they have this what's it called um, second or particular judgment where people save themselves. It's a lot of bullshit. And you can live the way you want and then get to a particular judgment, mm. an individual judgment they call it, where you can repent and save yourself. So why not yeah. just? So they would be saying they'd be saying that. So to a boy and a girl outside, right uh, outside of Palmar, so in the real world. Um, they were on a football team, for example, and they were wearing shorts and, 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 and t-shirts to play football with football yeah. boots, well, because that's normal. And you'd be playing along, playing football. So th- those kids, in the eyes of Pomar, are impure. Yeah. Are you are, like? I mean, do they not see? Let's like perverted. Yeah. The way they think, you know. So they're, they are they, they, are they, they looking they, at these young kids 
as as perverse? Are they looking at these things as a sexual as a yeah. sexual object? Yeah. No, yeah, that, that's scary. They, they they think that everybody out there watching a football match, a young guy's football match, are watching their legs and their ass. That's what they think. Yeah, because but that shows to show are they who which minds are thinking like that? Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. The more sanctimonious they are about something, the more they're falling into their own trap, their own what they're preaching against. You know. And, See uh, what they what they preach is that they're they're Catholic. First of all, they're not Catholic in any sense. No. anymore. Probably no. never were. Um, and they think they are using some sort of old, because I mean, in this hundred-page document that he he quotes all sorts of saints and everything, um, so he thinks this is traditional. He thinks because he doesn't know any better himself. Yeah. He thinks it's traditional Catholic teaching. It's not traditional Catholic teaching. Nope. These are quotes that you're getting from a certain amount of people. You need yeah. to open your mind there, Eliseo, yeah. and read more and research more. The, light, yeah. the world is a lot bigger than you think it is, you know? Exactly. But even, I just going back to the, to the example of football, for example, years ago in the in the church when they said it was when Rome was uh, right, right? That's the way they, 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 they go yeah. on. Um, they were saying, like, you had priests that took off their cassocks and were, were wearing short sleeves playing football. Yeah. So, I mean, are they joking me? Like it, it, that—that's why it's used as a brainwash to the for the people inside to say we're doing something righteous. But actually, what they are doing is 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 taking themselves completely out of the world because they're not allowed to talk to anybody, and that would st- it saves them from getting any ideas that what they're doing in Palmar is wrong. Yeah, just, just think about the cassock thing with Palmar with Clemente. I mean, Clemente imposes the cassock as obligatory for all priests all the time. Yeah. Okay. Okay, no, just two thoughts come to my mind because he's so shallow. He was so shallow in his way of thinking. Was it one thing? It was a way of hiding himself. He was a little small fat chap, overweight. <laughs> was he trying to hide that? You know, um, the other thing then, the effeminate side of him, because he, he's openly effeminate. There's no, no doubt in my mind about that. I mean, if a, a recent recent publications come out there in Spain, a fellow called Jordi Casta, who actually had sex with him on the square near the the, the um. Where the papal house used to be, yeah, and um, and Clemente was effeminate in his own. I'm not against the chap being effeminate, but you wonder why he liked to dress in this way. He he, he liked it. Yeah. He never took off the castle in public ever. Yeah, you know. And that's another so, thing they were saying that uh, men uh, look like women, or sorry, yeah, men look are, are acting, or sorry, women are acting are dressing like men. Basically, yeah, that's what basically yeah. what he's saying. Who was the popes Clemente and Manolo wore makeup on their sedia de store? Yeah, you know, and pluck their eyebrows. And yeah, so like I mean, I'm nothing against any of that, but practice what you preach. Yeah, I mean, at that time when I was a Pomerian, uh, if a man put makeup near his face, you would have been called gay. I remember the first time I realised they were dyeing their hair. It was in one one of the Holy Week processions, and it was Eli- Father Elias, and the dye was rolling down his forehead because he was sweating. Yeah, he must he mustn't have washed it out properly. Like Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was gas to see you know these are the people who are preaching you say one rule for the rest and they, they practice another thing you know in their rooms you know because yeah. it's all a front as we said again and time and time again it's all a front to make the people inside think they're doing something right and it's all uh correct what they're saying uh, but they're blocking out basically other opinions from the world that proves them yeah. wrong you know it's all backed up by these appar- so-called apparitions and now what Eliseo does he he just quotes these apparitions because he, he doesn't have any he can't, he can't say he has visions unless he does have visions uh-huh. but he can't say he has 
So what he does, he just quotes your man. Yeah, but I was I was funny. I was reading a, through the letter there, and um, they were going on about purity and dress codes and all this sort of crack. The whole thing was emphasized on that, and then in the middle just comes a little sentence, and uh, and out on these spectacles on the street, these impurity. And by the way, uh, entertainment places um, that you squander your money on. All of a sudden, in the middle of talking about impurity, dress codes, and and impure spectacles, they throw in the money thing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's just like you're squandering your money on that as well. So, so you're what probably getting into us. Yeah. So what exactly? So what are you actually saying with that? That we 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 should you know you should use your money to for for the the greater good. And what's the greater good in Palmar? That the mm. bishops and the pope have a better life. Yeah. You can just imagine him say, "What does he think of he? If he was, to, we could read his mind. This is that's all he thinks of all all day is money." Yeah. He's a nervous wreck in there and he's just thinking, where can we get money? Who can we get money from now? Who do we call next? Yeah. I mean, I don't think we've been on any trips recently because of COVID. So, which means, I mean, um, according to Hines, Hines used to, at a, a one weekend, get 80 grand. Yeah. So he's been missing that money, you know? Yeah. So, the, so um, the, the three main subjects are impurity, which is, we, as we said, a front. Uh, to stop communication with the world because even a uh, 15 year old wearing shorts below his knee is impure according to them no a girl wearing mm. uh, trousers in uh, minus 10 degrees is impure um and they t- their second thing is is money and their third thing is any of the rules that they've made to emphasize that you're going to hell if you break them so you're, you're talking about utter obedience uh, to the to the public. yeah but the big one, the big one, and we should be very, um, very aware of this. People listening to this should be very aware of it. They're misogynists. They despise the role of women in society. There's no equality there. Yeah. They're anti-democratic. I don't know whether people are who's listening to this whether they're democratic or not. Mm. But these, this crowd are anti-democratic. They, they openly admit it. He preaches it. That's why he doesn't publish. I mean, his letter isn't published. It's on the web page. That's I mean, that's not publishing. That's not making it. Worldwide, that's not going out there and telling people about these beliefs. Mm. That's just doing something fancy for his webpage. He's not out there. When have you heard him preaching? Yeah, out there converting the world. Oh no! See, and this is the next step. Then the next thing was, and um, I'm not going away from this letter, but it was Braulio, your man, Father Braulio, Brendan Brown. Yeah, um, he's monthly. His monthly warnings to the world. Um, <laughs> Uh, our, our gas and um, two months ago he was threatening to reveal oh he threatened he knew of uh, an anti-palmarian mafia which will be basically activists against palmar and as far as i know there's only three or four as i know activists very active against palmar in the world mm-hmm. um so there he's talking about that mafia and he actually threatened to reveal their addresses in public mm. but, uh, <laughs> but what what does he what does he uh, perceive as a mafia now somebody see this is this is the thing uh, sticks and stones may break my bones but uh, names will never hurt me no yeah. if they can't take criticism or you can't criticize people who make rules you're in uh, uh, you're in an oppressive um, uh, society society and yeah. that's exactly what, what it is in Palmar. They cannot take criticism because they never got criticized. You know, yeah. LSA was in the in the order since he's like 15 or whatever. I don't know how old yeah. he was. He was, was right then, yeah. he was young. He's never been criticized like once. Like never from people outside having a different opinion. It's, and he was a missionary for years. So that means he was, you know, you know the, the, the Palmarians kind of 
worship the missionary, you know. Yeah. But they believe that they're so um, that they're they're, they're infallible because yeah. they're infallible. All of the bishops believe they're infallible because they never yeah. question. They only question within their society, within their circle, um, doctrines or rules, etc., etc. They all have the same opinion. They've been living with each other for the last forty years. Yeah. They have no outside opinion. They don't. They don't. They don't test. They don't allow. It. No, no. They don't allow. It. There's no. There's no dialogue with anybody. You know. Yeah, it's... But they don't even test the rules that they're making. They don't even test the doctrine that they're preaching. They just come yeah. up with a whim. That sounds good. Oh, your man said over. Oh, the Pope said it. That's it. That's the way it is. Yeah. It could be an absolute arse. Like Antichrist was born in 2000 and it's going to reveal himself in 2012. It is now 2022 and I don't see no Antichrist. He's hiding. And now he's hiding now, is he? But his public you life. Did, you, did, you didn't read in... that part. You, you didn't read that part, did you? Oh no, that... <laughs> oh no, no. But it, it said he would. He would leave a a, a a private life. But it said in 2012, in as as Jesus. As yeah, a, I know. As a I know. Would, I'm, would propagate I'm himself. Would... Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I'm just I'm just saying to the point how ridiculous it is. In 2012, yeah. they said it would be. Um, gone through the world through the media the freemasons and all that crack the whole yeah. world will know about him and the whole lot and the whole shebang i just want to know what the hell they're going to say in 2030 when he's supposed to have a public life yeah it's like your man um john the pope john paul the first i just published it today on the um on my facebook page mm. um monsignor Luc- luciano he was called he was the archbishop of venice yeah so you probably you know this one, but just saying anyway. Um, Clemente and Manolo go to visit him mm. with a special message from Our Lady. Okay, now this is the Archbishop of Venice, uh, Venice, future Pope, Pope John Paul the First. And um, so they meet him, he accepts the letter, blesses them. And uh, Manolo said that was a very holy meeting, and Our Lady said that was a great meeting. Blah blah blah. Next thing that was in 73, 1978. This fellow is elected Pope, Pope John Paul the First. And the first thing Clemente says is that he's an anti-Pope and he's a precursor of the anti of the Antichrist. Mm. How come our lady didn't know that five years beforehand? Yeah, because uh, the, the old John Paul the First didn't write back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or didn't recognize him as Pope. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, so look, I mean, all those visions are fresh. All the visions, all the supposed apparitions are all word of mouth there's no videos there's no you know there's 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 nothing there's a video of his one apparition that he had in 2001 or 2000 whenever the hell whenever it was then and um that was it and it's in silent and next thing you have have a two-hour vision um written down for you how do you remember every word exactly anyway going on with braulio braulio on his second letter then and apart from threatening to um, reveal people's uh, addresses, which I think is criminal, I think it could be considered criminal to start revealing people's addresses if they don't give you permission, just in case you're listening, Braulio, Brendan. And yeah. um, on this recent recent uh, review of monthly warning to the world, he claims that Our Lady is going to appear in Palmar to the whole of humanity. Okay, and it, it, and that's why the church is so beautiful in Palmar. Now, anybody who's looking at the pictures of Palmar, they might think it's beautiful. But listen, you need to look at proper cathedrals and things that likes of Braulio has never seen because he's not allowed to visit these churches. Mm. Um, and the art that you know appears there, not the paintwork that they do in Palmar from a fellow in Nutrera. Okay, mm. these are art works of art, not just in Rome but throughout the world. 
you know? Yeah. Um, but a lady's going to appear there over that great cathedral. Um, now, that's another thing that won't, won't be fulfilled, of course. But, uh, you know, again, again, it's a threat to us all that if we don't believe, we won't see her. Things like that, you know? Yeah, but it's like, they not even have to go as far as Spain to see these beautiful churches. They're everywhere. They're in, they're in Venice. They're in most big cities in the world. Even in, in Ireland, there's one in Limerick, um, the Sacred Heart of uh, Sacred Heart Church yeah. that was painted by his sister over many, many years. It's absolutely yeah. beautiful. Fabulous. You know? I mean, South, South America, with all the poverty that goes through, you know, mm. they have some these cathedrals built hundreds of years ago. Um, works of art still there, no matter what has happened. Earthquakes, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. That's happened. It's still there. An earthquake in Palmar probably knocked down all those towers. I don't think they even have built, um, planning permission. I think they're not even rock, are they? I don't, what are they, cement? Yeah, at the back, they're, they're, I don't know, some sort of hard plastic, I think. <laughs> back ones. Because um, they didn't get planning permission for them, so they put up uh, these mm. weird structures. I don't know exactly what materials used, but they're lightweight, you know? Yeah, you have to keep in mind. You have to keep in mind. The likes of Braulio, Eliseo. They're in Palmar so long at this stage that they don't know what other churches look like. Mm. They don't. They've never seen face to face or you know up front um, the the floats, the the the, the Holy Week floats in Seville. Mm. They might know of them, might have seen a picture, but to see them and touch them, yeah. they've never done that. They've yeah. never done. That. Yeah, but the, we're getting at the point is the illusion that they're given to their their members that that is the most magnificent piece of anything that has ever existed in the world. Yeah. And given that illusion, and they're getting ready for our lady to appear there. So they're telling again, more lies, you yeah, know? It's a, it's a false illusion of grandeur that keeps yeah. people uh, hooked. It's like a drug, yeah. no? There was another yeah. part in the in the letter there that I found interesting. It said, faith without deeds is, is basically it's worthless, no? Um, they blocked themselves off from the world. They don't help poor people. They don't preach the word of God. They don't give sinners, the, as they would call them, uh, a chance to um, yeah. see the light. Um, they say everybody outside of Palmar will be going to hell. So with yeah. that, they're saying that Jesus died on the cross for them and them alone. Um, yeah. So where, where are their deeds? Their latest, the latest in Peru is that they're going around giving bags of food, small bags of food to the poor and the most. The, the poorest shanty towns you can imagine right. and this is their way of doing their apostles they're calling it the, the catholic apostolate of palmar it's on their it's on their facebook page yeah, i don't mind i don't mind people giving out food that's anything that helps poor people no but why no but why, why are they doing it the question is why that's, they're doing it that's that's where that's the crux of it like you'll get here's a here's a loaf of bread you'll get your next loaf of bread if you sign up to be a palmarian that's it yeah and if not well then we can't help you anymore and when somebody depends on that loaf of bread exactly well why not exactly I mean, and you can always go to confession can't you you can always say well they wore short sleeves or whatever yeah. um, but they don't, you don't see them farming convents out there you don't see them you know convert yeah and that, but that's that's exactly it like they're afraid of of people being able to inform themselves and having an informed decision about for example the group what that was was absolutely not what they they preached inside of palmar and um, the many different sermons that clemente had that were totally against like women totally against his own doctrine and um, visions that didn't come true didn't materialize or were downright wrong and um, many different things that that says that palmar isn't that what they're claiming it to be it, Sorry, it depends. 
Yeah, Sorry? exactly. I, I didn't hear yeah. that, Robert. Say it again. Which part? Yeah, that, just just the last sentence that you said. They're claiming to be. Yeah, they claim it's the truth. Why? People about. Uh, but that's the but that's the point, isn't it? That, that's the hypocrisy, and that's what gets everybody. That's what gets everybody outside. You have families that that can't talk to anybody. You can't. Yeah, can't see each other for the rest of our lives uh, possibly people go on uh, are saying in the corona times which is terrible that they weren't able to see their beloved ones um, on their deathbeds because of corona Palmar has been doing that for years you know yeah. people aren't allowed to see their dying relatives aren't allowed to go to communes aren't allowed to go to weddings not allowed to talk to uh, people it's just it's it's really sad and it's been on for I don't know how many years now 50 years yeah it was the 50th anniversary of the, the, the they put the holy face in, in Palmar um, the other thing about Bradley was when he says Palmar you're breaking up there Robert yeah this big apparition don't forget the doctrine is that Palmar itself, the Cathedral Palmar. Is this? Yeah, you got. You have to go again. The whole last piece was. You have to cut that out because that's uh, there was nothing there. That better. Another thing about the Palmar is the uh, issue of the the Cathedral Palmar being the center universe. Hmm. Everything. Everything. Palmar. Every. So recently, scientists. I think it's called the Joe's Web Telescope. So it's um it's parked a million miles away from the Earth, and it's observing new things in the universe all the time. Okay, but look, it doesn't matter. Plenty said that Palmar is the center of the universe, so that's it. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. But they, even say, but they even say that the the universe is uh, formed um in the shape of a cross. Yeah. And it dances. I mean, yeah, it's just, just some wild, 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 wild theories of about of, of loads of different things that Pomar preach uh, to have known, no? Um, and most of these come from councils, which you were involved in, where Clemente yeah. was drunk. So you gotta be, you gotta be kidding me, yeah. like. Yeah. More than one. So people don't realize he used to go to Pomar four times a year. Four times, okay, for Holy Week, end of the year, July and October. But before he would go, he went down on the booze. Yeah. So when he hit Palmar, he was already drunk. Yeah. So Anthony, he said there was under the influence of alcohol. Yeah. And these people, and these, and these, this, these popes have a complete and utter power over people's lives. Like they literally feed their drivel to all these kids and all these people that are locked in there without any information because they're blocked because everybody everybody the whole world is impure except for them um and everybody thinks impurely well obviously they do too if they're talking about it every day um and they're blocked totally from the world and they're just fed constantly fear tactics you're going to hell you're bad women are, are uh, devils they tempt men all the time and uh, that's their life you know and keep in mind, like that doctrine now that Palmar is the center of the universe. Mm. Clemente claims to receive that from San Saint San Elias, Saint Elias, the yeah. prophet from from the from the old Old Testament, and he claimed that you know Saint Elias would come to his room every night during the council, 
and tell him things. Right. I mean, if that fella believed that, then he's half mad. But why wouldn't Elias come down into the council okay. room? Why was always hidden? Yeah, it's always it's always hidden. It's always not seen. Everything that happens is not seen. You like I mean because it'd be ridiculous. He would bump into him in the corridor. Yeah. In the corridor. He's walking around the corridor and yeah. Yeah, he's always on his own. And here's the thing, it's always when somebody has a a point against what he was saying in, in the council, then he'd walk off and say, No, Elias or whoever it was came down and told me this, so you're wrong, I'm right. Basically. Yeah. Or or he might have been having a few drinks with somebody. Because I had I, I was there on one occasion, at least one occasion, um drinking and people are coming up with weird ideas and saying it mm. to him. Maybe got any examples of those ideas. Um, I think you head back to the... any... <laughs> Yeah, have you got any examples you know, of those so, weird um... ideas actually? Well, I'd say all this all the, the, the eight dimension things come from conversations I I heard. Um Father Thomas and Father Ezekiel, who are his kind of we look after him for everything. One was French, one was Irish. One was Swiss French, one was Irish. Um, they told me that this the doctrine of the which is the thing we need from Father Thomas when he was in the shower. Okay. How did our lady get into our souls? They wanted to know. Mm. Okay, because um, so mad about their their, their lady, you know? Because I mean, yeah. he ha- he has a so you know she is a goddess. Yeah. I mean it's her- it's, her- it's heresy. Um yeah. to say that our lady this is this is heresy. Mm. She's she's a goddess by to call her. So she gets into her into our souls by a drop of blood that we receive in baptism. That's how Right. Because they want to know how it happened. How does that happen? You know? But, but that's very that's very human way of thinking because the soul is actually well, as they say in another piece of deduction, an earthial material. So an a material that we don't know about, right? A material that yeah. we can't fathom. So why would you need blood? Yeah. yeah. That's where it comes cold. from. Comes from him having a shower. Yeah, but everything's like loads of things have to do with faith in Christianity. Because um, I'm not even gonna say the word Christianity because Palmar is not Christianity. But everything comes from faith in uh, Palmar. Everything's to do with faith. And why would you need a physical drop of blood for 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 God or Our Lady to enter into your soul? It makes no they sense. They're looking for a way, as you said. They're looking for a way to explain this. This how they, he, he was he was probably talking to this chap about it. Next thing, it came okay. came into the in, into the, the council. Yeah, that's that's. And so on. And, and we all knew that Clemente, his followers, used to, live to listen to um, a radio program at night in, in Seville, which was all about the paranormal, you know? So, so all these dimensions, yeah. the primary dimensions. And so it's Catholic. This doctrine not Catholic. They have all these weird right. doctrines that they don't talk about publicly. Uh, Just it's, it's, processions, masses. And the catechism and, and sermons. There's nothing about their weird doctrines or the unfulfilled um, prophecies. Mm. Yeah, no, and they delete them. And they literally and they revise and delete. If they were to give 
uh, to the world, to everybody, all the, the so-called operations of Clemente and let them examine, they'd be thrown into the bin. Yeah, totally. And that, even the Bible, they read the, they wrote the Bible, which is the word of God, right? So they, they yeah. said they wrote the Bible, uh, sorry, perfected the Bible because over many, many generations, it uh, went through many hands of men and has been manipulated. So yeah, if they admit to manipulation of the Bible, what's to say that the, the Bible cannot be manipulated in Palmar? Of course. Do, do you know what I mean? It's, it all doesn't make sense. Mm. So that was their pretext of making a Bible. Now that's the word of God. They put in the Antichrist will uh, appear in 2012, many other things. And that's now deleted. It doesn't exist there anymore. Uh, it's it's interesting the name. They put on the Palmarian Bible. They call it the sacred history, no? Yes. Of the Pomeranian You call it the Bible. No, the sacred history. Yeah, sorry. It is. Yeah. I've, 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 I don't know. I, don't, I can't remember the full name of it. It's only a small thing. A change of name. They're not Catholic. They've, they've adulterated everything. The sacraments. They've adulterated their doctrines. They've added so many doctrines. I mean, Clemente used the, the gift of... Ability, I think 900 times in one council, and that had been, <laughs> yeah. had been used of the church if previous. Yeah, so we use it as like a magic, a magic power. Another thing about, yes, which I didn't know was that Peter II had, had, in fact, turned out hit. They were all in hell. Like, yeah, yeah and huh? I, knew, I knew that. I knew that. That was that was in my time as well. That was preached in my time. Oh, yeah. well. I mean, you can imagine Hitler, yeah. But Truman, boy, he needs I mean, Churchill. Yeah, I'll give you that. There's, there's another example. Yeah, there's another example about that as well. Lucia Fatima. And it was always preached in Palmar that she had the third secret of... Uh, of, of Fatima. The first thing to Fatima is that the Freemasonry was scaled the heights of the Vatican and that uh, Palmar is the true church. That's what was in the third secret according to Palmar, right? She died, nothing came yeah. out. She died and the very uh, a little while later it was said that she was in hell because she never revealed the secret. Oh my God. They said that. So today. a woman, yeah, so a woman that lived in a convent, um, many people believed that she had visions of Our Lady Many revered her as yeah. holy. Uh, many popes um, gave attention to her because she uh, led yeah, a holy yeah. life. And because she didn't fulfill what they said she was going to fulfill, um, they say she's in hell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just laughing. I know. I mean, are they talking to the devil? Nobody's well, in heaven. The likes of the people they've canonized or or Eliseo has canonized. Who's Eliseo to canonize people? How does he know someone's in heaven? Yeah. What's the miracle? That goes back. Yeah, but that's got that goes back to Catholic doctrine, doesn't it? They say once the Pope binds something, then it's bound in heaven. But in the reverse, a Pope can't. I don't know what the opposite of canonize is. Reprobate somebody no. to hell or whatever it is. Never you can't do that. No, never heard. Like likes Martin Luther would have been one of the biggest enemies of the Catholic Church. That's never been spoken about. Like, uh, no, never. like casting somebody into hell. How? That's taking his power. Basically, he's saying he's God. Well, it's the only thing people know. did there. You know? Because none of the. 
Franco. They were all anti. anti so they're all going to hell, you know? At the same time. Yeah. And they Franco. You know? Yeah. But you know what's you know what's interesting? Moving it just to a slightly different topic there, um, they were probably using Alan Palmar um, this Russian, which is pretty scary. The US and uh, Russia are in um, conflict, right. not in conflict, but they're, they're a cold war at the moment in the Ukraine yeah. border there. But that would be used as as it was used in 9/11, Syria invasion of Afghanistan, the old Iraq war, the new Iraq war, and yeah. the Brexit. Um, Many other things. Uh, the cold in, in Sierra. COVID. I think with Sierra Leone there was a famine in the. I don't know many years ago. All these are used as to say this is it. The end of the, yeah. the end of the world is here. Yeah. Um, when I was when I was a kid before I went to Palmar when I was when I was only a young fella, I used to. Rockbook，and I put all these country news papers, publishing to the world. I call it the Papers of Flatter. Ah, you don't have newspapers. There was no internet. Even the radio wasn't FM radio. Sorry, there was no international radios. You know, so you know what's going on. You know. Yeah.
and now he's been the hypocrite. He 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 he's been the hypocrite that I always thought he was, and he's continuing on the norms that are oppressing children, that are oppressing people, and uh, he's just continuing down the same path. Anyway, Robert, closing up there because it's on the forty minutes. <coughs> Do you want to say the the Facebook account there again for people to have a look? Yeah, my Twitter handle is JJS uh, underscore 853. Um, if you want to leave a comment or have a look at any of the posts that I make there. And the web, the um, Facebook page is Palmarian George slash four slash. Yep, you're breaking up there, Robert. I don't know what's happening with the with the with the internet line today, but um, 